0: Oh, man. This week on Strong Arms Sports Podcast. Celtics are on an 11-game win streak. LaParis, I feel like you and I both have been a tad bit disrespectful to the Celtics. We have. And we keep saying we don't care what they do. We still think that conference belongs to LeBron James. Is it time for us to reevaluate? we supposed to... But we
1: really know really They used to laugh at us Now we and really know really They used to tell me never in my lifetime I guess they wasn't in they right mind
0: Underdog. What's going on folks? Welcome to a brand new exciting episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast The realest sport podcast in all the land True In all the land True If you guys are new to the show man, I'm gonna tell you what we do We're going to wrap up the previous weekend sports That's In right. dramatic fashion man no sugarcoat with no biases, just a strong arm truth. I'm one half of the show. I go by the name of K Spade, the prospect. And
1: I'm your boy LaParis57, and together we form Strong Arm Sports Spade. Yes, sir. Bro, we got a great show for these guys. Got a lot of things to talk about. So I'm gonna jump right into it. Let's get it. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, Let's I wanna go. start with I wanna start with the NFLs, babe. Let's start over there. You good with that? I mean I know I know Let's that's it, not bro. where you wanna be, but yeah, that's I mean, where we start. We'll say the best for last. I'm good with that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. See, see what I'm saying? I, you know what? I'm going to get him back later in the show, ladies and gentlemen. Just pump your brakes. It's be easy. No way you won't. Spade, I want to start in the NFL. I want to start. We're going to take a ride to Green Bay. we want going to talk Green Bay Packers. If you guys didn't know, it's not about A.A. Ron. We all know he out for the season. But we want to talk. The Green Bay Packers waived Martellus Bennett, and he got claimed by the Patriots. But Spade, if you guys didn't know, Green Bay... Um, ended up waving Martellus Bennett because of they said he did not, he failed to disclose an injury, a uh, shoulder injury that he had last year that he brought into this season. He failed to disclose that to the team, so they waived him. They are trying, if you guys didn't know, to recoup some, some of that signing bonus. I don't think they're going to be able to get that. But Spade, I got to get your thoughts on this situation. What the hell is going on in Green Bay?
0: Hey, you know, I was just as lost about this whole thing as you was. But the one good thing about this situation, Mm -hmm. if it's anybody in the league that ain't going to pull any punches, if it's anybody in the league Mm -hmm. that's going to give you the strong-arm truth, it's them Bennett brothers. So all you got to do is follow Martellus Bennett, and if nothing else, you'll get his side of the story now. If you can believe my parents, my parents told me it's three sides to every story. It's mm-hmm. your side, it's their side, and it's the truth. So, both sides probably going to change a little bit. But, man, and let me tell you, I kind of stalked Martellus Bennett's uh, social. And let me tell you some of the things he got. Now, I got some quotes here. If we give you the strong, arm truth but this boy Martellus, he might be a sailor. So, I'm going to clean it up a little mm-hmm. bit, all right? And I'm going to try not to make this too long. I'm going to just try to hit on the high points. Oh, first of all, he posted on this social that he thought he would retire at the end of the season. So mm-hmm. Keep that in mind as I go through this thing. Hold up. My computer is being a fool right now. All right. So he said, the packers examined my shoulder on my visit March 10th, and they cleared it. They Mm -hmm. even gave me an x-ray as well. It got worse during the season, specifically against the Cowboys. So I asked to have it checked, and we checked it. After a few days of contemplating to play or get surgery, I chose surgery. Now here we are. He come back and said, they tried to F me over. Dr. McKenzie trying to cover his own ass after trying to persuade me to play through a major injury and choosing to get surgery. Mm -hmm. He says, they have access to all my medical records. My shoulder wasn't where it is now at the beginning of the season. I effed it up playing for the Packers. Dr. McKenzie didn't make me feel safe and was pushing me to play, which I thought was weird. Not that he was trying to get me to play through it, but the way he was saying things, I didn't trust him. So I got three other opinions from doctors who all said I needed to get it fixed. So mm-hmm. I decided to do that. After they decided to waive me and give me this boo ass excuse failure to disclose. Every week we do a body evaluation sheet in the weight room, and I pretty much and pretty much every week I circle my shoulder, but I kept playing and it got worse. During the bye week, I got off of anti-inflammatories to clean my system and I could really feel the pain. I asked to examine it my first day back in, and that's when we found out it was really effed up. Mm-hmm. They knew. They panicked, thinking I was trying to go on IR and be on their books next year. When I mentioned that, I would possibly retire. So they tried to F me before they thought I would F them. This is all about money. Mm. So Mm. I'm going to tell you, he says, I had intentions of playing the eight games, as mentioned in the post, during the bye week, but I found out my shoulder was worse than it initially was. And now I'm like, F it. I'm choosing my health over their team. Nella Paris, I know you got some more news that's going to make this thing weird because apparently when Martellus
1: got to the Patriots, maybe the shoulder didn't mm. hurt as bad or something? Spade, the crazy thing is, first of all, I want to I'm gonna I believe that, first of all, for the Packers to say that he didn't disclose the injury, where were the Packers at? You, you, you sign a guy, uh, I mean, most of the time, I'm doing quote fingers over here, Spade, most of the time you get a physical. So if they felt his shoulder... Yes, sir. If you, if they felt his shoulders, according to Martellus, they gave him a physical and he passed with his shoulder. So if you signed the an guy and an X-ray, so if you passed if you pass the guy, why would you come out now and say, oh, he he failed to disclose an injury? Like, why didn't you do if you feel like that? Why didn't you do your due diligence in and and further examine more. I don't I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I don't play one on TV. Either. This ain't ER. I don't know what they do. Why didn't you look into it more before you, you gave him this contract? I just don't understand that from the packet end. Now only the Patriot end, this is typical Patriots now. Now, oh, this is what they do. This is what they do. They let a guy go. They did this to LeGarrette Blunt. They let a guy go. He went to Pittsburgh. They ended up didn't, not working out with Pittsburgh. They came back, got LeGarrette Blunt back for the cheap cheap. And it, that's and that's what they, exactly what they're gonna do right here. Now, as far as the shoulder not being as bad, I, that's weird to me, Spade. That is really weird. weird to me. Now, the crazy thing about the Patriots is they, you know, they they put every single person on the injury on the injury list, even if it's every like, week. like like every week, like it's a, it, maybe it's a headache. So I don't know if this is the, the typical Patriots saying, you know, what, it's bad, but it's not as bad as they saying, or I don't I don't know what's going on in that situation, but. It it was really weird to me, but as soon as the Packers ended up cutting Martellus Bennett, I said, watch him go back to the Patriots. This is what New England does all the time. They do this all the time, and I I expected it. I'm interested to see. I, I know he's not playing this Sunday coming up, but I'm interested to see what happens Dorming the rest of the season because I mean it's guys dropping in New England like flies. I, if I'm not mistaken, Hogan's not even playing this week. They got a lot of injuries right. at at uh, skill positions. So they if if Martellus Bennett is able to play, maybe not you know not this week, but the upcoming weeks, then I I think he's going to help those guys. I mean, I it's just weird that the shoulder could not be as hurt as it was. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's a weird situation. The whole thing is weird.
0: But I mean, if you Green Bay. First of all, man, we, we know what goes – I mean, we don't know exactly, but we've all heard stories of what goes on behind the scenes as yeah. far as teams trying to protect yeah. their brand and protect their assets and get players to play through injuries and mm-hmm. maybe even cover up injuries. And I'm not saying that's what's going on out here in Green Bay. But one thing is for sure, I don't really feel like they should be able to recoup anything because at the same time, man, get it. you got to hold your medical staff accountable. Right. If somebody came by got- and they pulled a, the – you know what I'm saying? The bait and hook, the whatever you call it, the hook bait and switch, or whatever it's called. If they was able to trick your medical staff, you need to get some better medical staff in there. So I mean, I, I don't know what's going on with Martellus. Or whether wasn't or his the shoulders really hurt. I, I know he's the last person you really wanna. You don't really wanna try to get one by on him because he's a say, very vocal guy that uses yeah, was his just platform.
1: Say, and I, I don't think he have no. I don't think he have any reason to lie. To, I mean, he gave I you games. Need- He said, "You know, we circled this sheet. I mean, all you gotta do is just pull the receipts, as the young kids say, pull the receipts." So if he's saying, if you go back and check this slip that they do every week and show that it's circled, I don't have, I don't think this guy has any reason to lie. I don't think they will get any money back from Martellus Bennett, but we'll see. But I'm interested to see how how you know it goes forward this season with with the Patriots with Martellus Bennett. Yes, sir. Let's
0: go ahead and move forward, man. From one injury to another. And and Laperez, I think you and you and I both have been mentioning. It. I saw you tweet about it. And I was talking with some friends about it. This season has been what and I know football is a gladiator sport. We all talk about it, babe. Yeah, yeah. Injuries left and yeah. right. So another name to add to the list is uh Seattle Seahawks cornerback Richard Sherman, who tours Achilles in this past week's game and I'm not even a Seahawks fan because for a long time the Seahawks were the NFL's version of what Golden State is now. There was Mm -hmm. a franchise that was always around, could never really get over the hump. They had a loyal following, but it was small. And as Mm -hmm. soon as they turned the corner and kind of got good, everybody and their mom is now a fan. and Everybody was part of the 12th man, and I got so sick of seeing that damn line rain rain everywhere.
1: It was annoying.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of quiet in Seattle nowadays, man. Like, some of them bandwagon fans, they done fell off the side of that shit. I don't see them. It's very quiet. But with that being said, it's it's easier for me to kind of feel bad for this team now that they ain't got so many vocal, fake-ass fans. And I feel bad for Richard Sherman. I feel bad for this whole team, man, because they just can't get right this year. The offensive line is beat up and, and seems to be getting worse, even though they tried to make a, a smart move on getting uh, Brown out there. But... Sherman goes down with another with an injury that's going to end this season for him, man. And I, I know you probably want to speak on injuries in general, but I also want to ask you, like, what what's next for the Seahawks? Like, do they just take it in this season or what? What do you do? The, cra-
1: the crazy thing is, they the crazy thing is, they just got Brown and Brown went down with an injury, spade. Like, it yep. just got him and he went out with an injury. It's just crazy. And I think he was having some injury issues in Houston too. In my yeah, right? yeah, he, yeah, he did. He had some injury okay. issues in Houston, but I mean, he it was one of if, if this right here wasn't necessarily his fault, it was one of those plays when, you know, the lineman is blocking, and then the lineman get his leg and ankle rolled up rolled on him. Rolled up he, on He, You know, he hurt his ankle, which is just, un, you know, unfortunate because he was having a great game, that game when he got hurt. But just for Richard Sherman, this sucks, Ducks. bro. It sucks Terrible. because Richard, if I'm not mistaken, I think I read something that said Richard Sherman hasn't missed a game in seven years, which is just wow. amazing. Playing football yeah. in at that high of a level now. Right now, the Seahawks and as
0: physically as Sherman that's right. plays it, man, that's right. he's a physical DB.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Always, you know, press. You know, a uh, good, good with the run. Definitely great with the pass. You know, he's mm-hmm. just a great all around corner. Seahawks right now sit at six and three. Rams at six and two. I still think still the in a good can, spot. I still think they can win this division, Spade. I think they can win this division. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they got to play the Rams again. Which which could be one of those games, um. If that's an L, if, you think it, you think it's an L spade?
0: Yeah, because if, if girl is still running, man, ooh, girlie been looking like he back.
1: Let me let me look at let me look at that Seahawks schedule real quick. I'm pulling it up now, spade. Let me see. Okay, so they just played Arizona. They got they they got Atlanta. Ooh, they got Atlanta. They got San Fran. That's a dub. They got uh philly uh, that's gonna be a tough out that's a l spade they got jacksonville at jacksonville so they got to come from the west coast that's a l. all the way to the southeast they going all the way down bottom then they got then you they never got no uh,
0: borders might throw them one you never know what you're gonna you right
1: you're right <laughs> borders will throw you one or 2 He it'll give you one yeah then they got then they got la but they home seahawks are home and mm. they got dallas then they got arizona again I don't, Spade, I still it's think tough. they can fight and win this division. I think they can stay in the yes, line, that's even without, lo- even with losing a guy. That back nine tough, bro. it is. That back it nine is. is tough. It is. Even with losing a guy like Sherman, I think they can still be in contention to compete for that division. I mean, I don't know if we have, I, I can't remember, Spade, have we really talked in depth about the Rams on this show? Maybe we need to talk about the Rams, but... I don't know if either of us really believe the Rams as of yet. We'll talk about that at a later date. I think Seattle can still compete. As far as injuries, Spade, let me speak on this and then I'm gonna let you go. I tweeted on Twitter, man. I, I don't think I've ever seen as many Achilles injuries have we, you know, that we've been seeing over the past couple of years. And I tweeted, I think it's because of this artificial turf, spade. This artificial, it, I know, I understand why these teams got artificial turf. It's like running on carpet. Players are faster on that, you know, artificial that turf, that fake surface. But I think that, mm. it, I think that is part of the of the problem. I don't remember, and I could be wrong. i, I mean, you know, I was a little kid when a lot of these teams had grass. Maybe I wasn't watching it as closely. But I just feel like you don't get these type of injuries on grass that you get on this artificial turf. They are. What about not exactly only are they injury. playing was on that artificial grass turf? turf?
0: Huh? What about Zach Miller's injury? Was that grass or turf? That was Zach, grass,
1: right? No, that was turf, Spade. That was I think turf. That was that was turf. The crazy thing is, that I don't is think tough. um they not only are they playing on artificial turf, they are practicing on artificial turf. I I don't right. know, Spade. I, maybe I'm reaching somebody. Let me know in the comment section down below. But I think a lot of these injuries. I mean, we see we have seen more guys with non-contact injuries this year than I think ever it's Achilles ACLs and these guys are just they are dropping like flies with these Achilles and knee injuries what is going on and I think it has a lot to do with this artificial turf somebody correct me if I'm wrong maybe I'm reaching but I'm telling you I don't remember injuries like this on grass I don't let me know what do you think about that
0: you know one of the, the first injury that pops in my mind one of the most unfortunate gruesome injuries I saw that was on grass Miami running back, Greg, Super, is it Craig or Greg? Uh, look, I'm going to mess it up. Super, Cooper, on mm. a kick return, all he did was plant, and it was a sloppy field, was kind of wet. I think they said that the high, the local high school had a championship game that previous night, so the field was a little bit worn, and, and it just tore his knee up. He never really came back to be the same. So I feel like the injuries, you know, I, I kind of feel like some of the fields that was grass fields, the maintenance that went into keeping it at a high level was also causing some problems. Like, I feel like if you can have a well-maintained grass field, that's best. But I, I think if, if I, I don't know, man. I've just seen gruesome injuries on both sides. I almost wonder if, and, and this is not fair for me to say because I don't have the stats behind it, but with modern training, man, some of the, some of the training regimens, some of the supplements these guys are taking, it, it just makes me wonder if, Maybe play. I I don't know. I don't know what it is. But you're talking about Achilles injuries, and that's definitely one thing. But injuries in general, man, Mm -hmm. good. Yeah, it's through the roof. It's just been people falling left and right. And You and I, as gamers, we get mad at Madden. Like, damn, everybody's getting hurt. It's Mm -hmm. not this many injuries. Well, who knows? Madden might have had it right. Might got it right. It is crazy this year. Crazy.
1: I just feel, you know, I just feel bad for Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman is definitely one of those tough guys, Most emotional leader. I mean, the Seahawks have a lot of those type of guys, those emotional leaders. I mean, Cam Chest, you'll see mm-hmm. them going at each other, which, you know, a lot of people in the media make a big deal out of it, but like, me and you argue, me and you argue all, all the, time. the time, and I mean, uh-huh, we back like we never left, like instantly, right. and you know, right. those guys seem to have that type of brotherhood on that team, and it just sucks. Earl Thomas was already out with injury. Definitely not out for the season, mm-hmm. but he didn't play the last game. And not to lose Richard Sherman for the season, that just sucks, man. It, it, and they still sucks. got a banged
0: up O line, man. They do. And that's man. The, the biggest problem with that team this year is the O-line. They the do. running attack is, is non-existent. And and Russell Wilson is running around like a chicken with no head on it. Yeah, I know he's always been good at that. But, I mean, I feel like he's running around more this year than we've seen him do in previous years, and it's just that offensive line can't protect him. If the defense can't really get stops, and I'm not saying they won't be able to without Sherman, but it's definitely going to impact what they can do on the defensive side of the ball. I'm curious to see how things turn out for him. You know, I'm I'm saying the back nine, like we talking golf, but the the second half of their schedule isn't an easy cakewalk schedule. It's going to be tough.
1: So I'm going to be paying close attention to see what happened with these guys, bro. Yeah, it's gonna to be tough, and I mean, they they can't even get a solid run. I mean, they can't block, they can't pass block. You know, usually if an O line be like they, they pretty bad in pass block, it's because they want to run block. They want a physical O line. They want to pass block. I mean, they want to run block. They can't even get the run game really going, man. T.J. Procytes just went out with another injury again, and now it's yep. now it ain't the other. Now it's the other ankle, the ankle that was hurt that had him out. Now it's the other ankle, which is. They just can't get out their own way with these injuries, man. <laughs> yeah, and, it's tough, And man. the crazy thing, they're they still pulling out victories. That's why I still believe in them. Long as they keep, I mean, that O-line got to do a better job. But as long as they can keep Russell Wilson upright, I think they'll be all right. I think they can still win that division. Spade. We'll see. Yes, sir. All right, let's move on. And I want to take it here, Spade. And I'm asking you, I got my prayer hands together, Spade. I'm asking Whoa, you what? for What's no trolling. I'm asking you for no trolling. I want bro, you to keep I take my job
0: seriously, bro. Okay. I take look. my job seriously, but Come I want to take
1: it to Indianapolis. I want to take it to the it? Um, Indianapolis. Go. I want to talk. I want to talk Andrew Luck and the coach. The coach decided to shut Andrew Luck down for the rest of this mm-hmm. season, Spade. And I got a couple mm-hmm. questions for you. Go. Andrew Luck, and uh, you know, I know, I know. Uh, a lot of people have a lot of different issues when Andrew Luck he holds the ball too long. I think Andrew Luck is still a. Uh, a, a great quarterback. I don't think they surrounded Andrew Luck with a solid O line, a, a good run game at all. I don't think Indianapolis did their job to help Andrew Luck succeed up there. Now, if you disagree, please leave it in the comment section down below. But, Spade, I want to ask you Andrew Luck okay. hurt. They shut him down for the season. I'm, I got to ask, do you think this is the coach's fault? Like, or, or, are the Indianapolis Colts ruining Andrew Luck career by, by what they put in the them not protecting this guy, just the injuries that this guy suffered, like a punctured lung, spleen all jacked up. Now it's a shoulder. Like, did they ruin Andrew Luck career, Spade? What do you think? I'm I want I, I, I want to say you want me they, to go? They are they are 65 percent accountable, Spade. At least 60 to 70 wow. percent accountable. At least we just got through saying it's a gladiator sport, bro. It you is, they get hurt, they do, they do. But you want to know what? When you when you draft a guy this high, I mean, we've seen a guy like David Carr get sacked damn near 100 times in a season, spade. And they, they mm-hmm. uh, David Carr, I don't, we don't know, if they, they, people want to say David Carr was a bust, but we can't honestly say that. When you get sacked a hundred times, like that, that's pretty much ruining your career. Like he became like. He was gunshot. like he was scared. He was scared in that pocket because he'd been hit so many times. So you can't necessarily say that guy was a bust, in my opinion, because he he was set up to fail with the Houston Texans. It was a it was a it was a wow. failure from the rip. And and I feel like I, I want to give the coach credit, credit because they drafted O line. They didn't pick good O linemen. I think some of it got to do with coaching. They never gave him a run game. They made him pass. 40, 50 times a game. They gave him Frank Gore. I mean, you want to talk about the back nine? They got Frank Gore in the back nine. They got him at the end (laughs) of his career. I mean, well,
0: I I, I feel what you're saying, but I disagree. Let me tell you why I disagree. First of all, I'm not trolling. I I take my job seriously, bro. I take my job seriously. First of all, the year that Andrew Luck was drafted, it was another – Top-notch quarterback. The debate was which one of these guys should go first, which one of these guys will have a tremendous career. And if it's anybody that missed that era, uh, his name was Robert Griffin III. Uh, If you want to look at these two guys in their rookie seasons, uh, RG3 had a phenomenal rookie season. Nobody remembers it. Nobody talks about him. They pretty much look at this guy like he was a bust when he wasn't. Uh, What he did, what, what happened to him was he got injured. The guy that they put in, after his injury kind of grew support from teammates and fans alike, I believe, personally, RG3 felt rushed to come back. And at some point, it was a disconnect. He didn't really, you know, for whatever reason, nobody's blaming the Skins for what happened with RG3. It was terrible.
1: Uh, Spade, I'm looking at Luck.
0: Spade, can, I got it in the I blame I That's true,
1: Spade. Who because people were getting on People was getting on Mike Shanahan, and they was getting on those guys because Robert Griffin and his father went in there and was like, you know, we want to make him a pocket quarterback. And Mike Shanahan was like, I still want him to be this read option guy because, you know, to keep the defense honest. And a lot of people blame Shanahan, Spade. They do. Okay. Okay. And you might be right.
0: I'm looking at 2012 draft, which is the year Andrew Luck was drafted. Okay. Amazing draft, bro. Amazing draft. Number one overall pick, Andrew Luck, out of Stanford. They came right back with the, the pick in the second round. Number 34 overall pick, they took tight end Cody Flena right out of Stanford. They took okay. a quarterback and a tight end that already had chemistry, mm-hmm. that had been playing together, and they drafted them both. Both mm-hmm. of those guys turned out to be good pros. Okay. In that same year, in the third round, they came back and got Dwayne Allen. They took another tight end. So yeah. they gave him two weapons off rip. You okay. know what they did in the, later in the third round? Because they go. had two third-round picks. They got T.Y. Hilton, okay. one of the greatest receivers we see. This is all one year. Yeah. They they took Vic Ballard, running back that year. They took some other guys that didn't work out. They took a guard. Now, let me tell you what they did in 2013. They said, okay, we feel like we got some offensive pieces. Let's get things right. Took a defensive end in the first round. They didn't have a second. They took a guard in the third. They took a center in the fourth. We can jump ahead to the 2014 draft. They didn't have a first-round pick. Their second-round pick went to a guard. Mm-hmm. Third-round pick, yeah. they took Dante Moncrief. Okay. You look at it, 2015, they took Philip Dorsett. Can't go wrong taking a Miami Hurricane. Oh, Lord. They took a cornerback. They took a defensive end. 2015, they could have went more O-line. Maybe they thought they had some young pieces that was going to materialize, and they never did. 2016, they came back with a first pick and took a safety. I mean, mm-hmm. it took a center. First pick of the draft, they took a center. Mm-hmm. They took him number eighteen overall out of Alabama, who we know always have good offensive linemen. They took a center. Twenty seventeen, they come back. I I feel like you can't fault them for it not working. It wasn't like it wasn't like when we look at Carolina and go shit, Carolina ain't even trying. Carolina ain't even trying. They trading assets away. They just they
1: we don't know what they're doing. They was trying, bro. It ain't they, work. Uh, Spade. You can't I said, blame them. I said they took some old line. They took old linemen and that's what, this is why I said So we can't blame I think, them it, I think it falls on coaching too. Because you got to be able to coach these guys up. You're taking all these linemen Andrew Luck is still getting abused back there, Spade. You got to be able to coach these guys up. That's what Spade. I, they are talking about Andrew Luck possibly not even being able to play again. Ever. Ever. Like it, RG3 uh, ain't playing no more either. Ah, uh, Spade, that's a little different, bro. That's a little different. Is it? Yeah, it's a little different, man. RG3 was a mobile guy, was running, Was didn't know how to properly slide, was taking crazy ass That hit he took with a low e really was really was the hit that ruined him. That hit right there ruined him. Really, it was the hit in the... Um, that was the playoffs, I think it was, right? When um I think they played Seattle and he got like kind of got his leg rolled up on or something. Oh yeah in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. That hit right there, but then he came back and that hit a that he did with Nantai, when a Lowy Nansa A big ass a Natsai threw a three three hundred and eighty pounds into Robert Griffin's knee and that knee bent, that pretty much ruined Griffin right there. It was I it was a wrap after that. It was a wrap. So it, 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 RG3, most of the time, most of the time RG3 got hurt, it was kind of with, with him being mobile, rolling out, running or something. Andrew Luck is getting bodied from the pocket, Spade. In the pocket. That's why they won. I mean, That's why they most of the plays they gave Andrew Luck, they was rolling him out so he can get out of, get out of harm's way. They were trying to get him out of harm's way.
0: I, I, I feel like RG3 was running because staying in the pocket would have got him killed. Mm -hmm. And they, I could Mm -hmm. be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm telling you, man. At times, it just didn't seem like the Redskins' offensive line was even interested in protecting RG3. I saw that dude get killed, and they don't even come back there and help him up off the ground. They
1: had a 1600 yard Russia. Alfred Morris went for 1600.
0: That's true, and they got him shipped out of there. Now he's a backup in Dallas. (laughs) They respect him. He's starting now, but maybe. (laughs) <laughs> great who Zach Zach keeps on uh, zeke keeps getting out of his damn charge
1: <laughs> thank god no nah, I, I think i think it's a rap for zeke but you know I, I, i'm a listen man i'm an andrew luck fan and i think andrew luck had had the potential to be to be one of the greats now i know somebody's gonna be like yo andrew luck hold the ball mad long but we've seen a lot of quarterbacks that we have in that upper tail hold the ball long yep, but, that's true I just feel I just feel like I think a lot of it got to do with coaching. Like I said, they drafted some offensive linemen. You draft O O linemen, oh you got to be able to coach them up. You got to be able to coach them up. You got to be able to coach them up. And I, I think it, I want to blame Pagano, but it sounds like you blaming Chuck. I, I don't know, man. I I just feel bad for Andrew Luck, man, because I thought Andrew, I thought Andrew Luck had a promising career, and now they saying this guy may not even play again. Yeah, like that's
0: just. But you do realize, though, bro, it's so, so hard many to meet, people baby. that we can sing this story about, though. I mean, like, like you can I, sing this same song about I mean, so many other players. So I, I don't, I don't want to blame this whole franchise for what really is just a series of unfortunate events. Now, if you want to say, you know, the OCs ain't do a good enough job what? of designing,
1: let you, can't I, even I say they didn't have success. To set the league on fire? Has he ever had a huh? solid run game? No uh, trolling, no trolling, because I know how you feel about Frank Gore. Frank Gore was amazing with San Fran. They got Frank Frank Gore at the end of his career, but let's be honest. I like, feel I like Frank I feel
0: feel like Frank Gore is a great back, but I I mean, but
1: has Andrew don't know. ever had a solid run game when you be like, you know what, we can. What are we it saying solid? Because I mean, uh, I'm pretty uh, sure that uh, I mean, Gore had the only time of he ever had yards. a thousand yard rushing was Frank Gore, and that was a couple maybe two years ago.
0: Yeah, and I know I say I know Frank had a couple nine hundred yard seasons. Yeah, but I mean like
1: they, he never that had a thousand solid. yard
0: rusher,
1: and it's easy to get it. I don't want to say it's easy, but a thousand yards is like sixty six yards a game. I keep saying that sixty six yards a game, and I don't think Andrew Luck ever had a thousand yard rusher aside from Frank Gore a couple of years ago. Okay, That's let me just ask you this: insane to me, it, it, is it because of uh, failure on the running backs, and is it just because they are pass heavy offense? I think they're pass heavy offense because they can't get running back in the old line right. That's what I think. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Leave your thoughts in the comment section down below. But somebody got a K for Andrew Luck because I think they got Andrew Luck is becoming a battered, a battered man. And like I don't feel like they never gave Andrew Luck anything close to a solid run game. They, I, the old line they've been draft, they've been trying to draft old lineman. They can't coach these guys up. I mean, Spade, they taking old linemen in the first, second, third round. You would assume they these guys best. have some type of talent, but. If, I think it's coaching, bro. It, it got to be coaching. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Do you need a Kleenex? No, 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 I mean, I'm a Cowboy fan. Hey, man. I, I'm a Cowboy just fan. I just think, think, I just think I think, here, just think man. they ruined it. There will be I, casualties. Oh, you, you're right. It's always injury. There will be you casualties.
0: Right. Andrew and right. Luck, he ain't, he ain't above any of these other quarterbacks. My boy RG3 had a better rookie season. I had cast my vote for RG3 for who was going to be the best quarterback out of that class. IG3 had the better rookie season and injuries okay. ended his career. If injuries end, Andrew Luck's career, it's just another unfortunate casualty in the gladiator sport Man. of football. Mm. Ain't think, no tears shed for no Andrew Luck I over think, here. I think it's the yeah, coach's right. fault.
1: I think it's the coach's fault. Mm-mm. Chuck, se- I got your back, Chuck. About Don't you worry 70% about 70% coach's fault. I'm uh-uh. not giving that guy a run game, a solid O-line. And the other, I get 30% to Andrew Luck. Maybe he do hold the ball too long. When you know you will not have a running a running game to depend on or rely on, and you know you got your offensive line is subpar, you got to get rid of the damn ball, Andrew Luck. So I get 30% to Andrew Luck, 70% to the team. If you disagree, leave your thoughts in the comment section down below. Spade, so we can move on.
0: Can we finally get to what everybody comes to this show to hear us talk about? Yeah, man, I'm emotional the about NBA. Andrew
1: Luck because I think Andrew Luck got talent, bro.
0: I know. And I think, and, and they, and really I think this is about you Andy worried that you're not going to be able to put him in your top five next year. That's Bro, really what you're worried they, about. I think they. That's I really think, what you're worried about. Well, you ain't going to be able to put Ben in yours either. Hey, <laughs> you're you right. Give <laughs> me, <laughs> we give both my, better go give find me Russell, some new Russell people Wilson for that or somebody. Card. I don't know. You ain't never lied. Shit. But, yeah, man, everybody come to this show to hear us talk basketball, man. NBA is... It's, nah, it's it's,
1: it's, it's See, that's when you're wrong, Spade. They come to this show because we here spitting them actual factuals. That's because we Oh, here. well, that's true, too. I mean... it's true, too. But, I mean... I mean they they could choose no. any other podcast in the world, baby, but they choose to be here, baby. That's big facts. Let's go
0: ahead and bring it home, man. Let's talk a little bit of NBA. Folks, if you guys didn't know, in the Eastern Conference, you know, the stepchild of the NBA... Everybody know the Western Conference is the real child. We love that one. The Eastern Conference, you know, hey, we hug it when the camera's around. Mm -hmm. In case you guys didn't know, the Boston Celtics, who lost one of their biggest offseason acquisitions in Gordon Hayward six minutes into the season, Work. Don't look now, but this team's on fire. Work. Last episode of this show, we talked about the Cavaliers. What's going on in Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Is it okay? Should they mm-hmm. be panicking? Is everything on fire? We can't talk about how disappointing the Cavs are without talk about how amazing the Celtics are. 11-game win streak. In case you guys missed it in last night's game, they lost their all-star point guard, Kyrie Irving. He looked like he took a wrestling move. He took a wrestling elbow to the face. He caught the By people's his own elbow guy. to the face. like
1: his own guy. By his
0: own guy. Gosh. And left the game with a concussion. And they were down 18. And I got to admit, I stopped paying attention to the game. And to my surprise, they won that game on, like, the backs of some young guys. Jalen Brown played pretty well. They got a boost from a point guard from the University of Miami, Shane Larkin, who took the Canes to the tourney. Bro, you finna get all this Canes talk today. So you Clearly. might need well to relax over there. <laughs> Clearly. Celtics are on an 11-game win streak. LaParis, I feel like you and I both have been a tad bit disrespectful to the Celtics. We have. we keep saying we don't care what they do. We still think that conference belongs to LeBron James. Right. Is it time for us to reevaluate? It's That's what time, I want to
1: know. I'm gonna t- maybe not reevaluate, but it's definitely time for us to start paying attention. Before you before ain't before never Before I even talk about that, can the Celtics find Aaron Banks for elbowing Kyrie in the face? They need to find you that know, guy. No, that's a
0: damn good question. Can you find teammates?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, they, well, I mean, they need to find Aaron Baines for taking that. I mean, they're already playing without Gordon Hayward, you know, get well soon. But damn, he done took Kyrie out, like, Aaron Baines. Can they find that guy? Listen, as far as the Celtics, man, let me, I was, I watched that game because I played Dwight and dude. I played Dwight. And Dwight, okay. let me tell you, let me tell you something, bro. Al Al Horford was out. Do not do it. Al Horford was out. No, Dwight been playing great this season, but Al Horford was Uh, out. So I said, "Oh, let me play Dwight. Dwight about to have a monster game." And you want to know what? Boom! Here come the Hornets. They took off. They was they was killing you. They didn't think the Celtics was going to score more than nine points in the first quarter. It it came down to like a last second jumper in the first quarter for them to have eleven points in the first quarter. So I'm like, "Oh, this game is over, man. They 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 about to." Carry out, no Al Horford, this game is over. But you want to know what, Spade? These young guys, Tatum didn't. Tatum made some huge buckets at the end of the game. But these guys, they have this will and desire. They, they believe. Spade, we talk about belief and confidence and all this stuff all the time on this show. And these guys believe they're supposed to win. Tatum hit some big shots. Jalen Brown made some big shots. Uh, Rozier came in and grabbed some big rebounds. He, he, he shot terribly, but defensively, he was locked in. Aaron Baines was in, you know, his big body. He was leaning on Dwight. Little Shane Larkin scored like 16 points in 15 minutes. Why you got to be
0: little Shane Larkin? Because, Just, babe, I Shane mean, Larkin, you look at bro.
1: Shane Larkin compared to these other guys, and Shane Larkin, he's a journeyman around the league, but you want to know what? That guy came in, and the reason they came back, anybody that saw that game, the reason... The Celtics came back was because of Shane Larkin. He gave them quality minutes off the bench. He was he was a floor general. He was talking to people, putting everybody in the right position where they're supposed to be, hit some clutch shots. I think he went five of eight, if I'm not mistaken. Shane Larkin came off that bench ready to play. And you want to know what, Spade? When you got veterans like Shane Larkin... This is why you get guys like Shane Larkin because you want to know what they can go a week or two without playing, but when they get in, they know how to give you quality minutes. And that's Shane Larkin was a great pickup for them, he even though he don't get Miami. even though he don't get that many minutes. He was a good pickup for them. Spay, so, I, I was shocked. I, I didn't think the Celtics had enough to come back. And those those young guys play ball, and they played amazing. They got solid. They got solid minutes from the bench, and it's time. for... My, my, my heart is telling me, my heart is telling me, man, I don't think they can beat the Cavs in seven in, in, mm. in the Eastern Conference. But my mind mm. is like, you know what? We need to start paying attention to the Celtics because they might be the real deal. Especially with these young guys getting all this early experience, paid So, we got we to gotta keep an eye on the Celtics. I hate you to say it. You know what my mind is telling me? Go ahead.
0: My mind is telling me it's going to take somebody to prove to me that okay. LeBron can't just step in the phone booth and come out with the cape. Like, until somebody hmm. proved that to me, I still believe it can happen. But I tell you what, hey, this might be the team that can do it. If anybody can do it, it might be this team right here. Hmm. Those young guys that got over that. Look, last year everybody gave Jalen Brown a whole lot of hell for saying he ain't scared of LeBron and all hmm. that. And LeBron went after that dude and gave him that work. But you know what? When I watch Jalen Brown play, hey, that kid wants it, man. He, he wants it. it. He want to be good. And I think he's going to be really good someday, man. And they got a young Team over there that could really be set up. You're looking at the Cavs. The Cavs looking like LeBron and his homies right now. They ain't he really learned. looking too super teenish. They looking like LeBron and the rest of them dudes. So, really, when you look around the league everybody's kind of waiting on Golden State to taper off. Mm-hmm. And the youth of the Celtics, it looks like by the time that old motor start ticking over there in Golden State, these guys going to be running 93 octane. Mm-hmm. And I could be wrong, but I'm saying right now, my mind is telling me that the Celtics have built something that could be ready to take over the league as soon as Golden State starts to slow
1: down. Spade, Keep an eye on it. Got to give Brad Stevens some credit, man. He's an excellent coach, Spade. That guy's an excellent coach. Gotta get what a-
0: you and coaches today, bro. We first you, you mad at Pagano. Now you giving credit to Steven <laughs> Spade. It, why can't it not just
1: be the players, bro? Spade, wanna know why? Because when you when you when you got a young team like that, Spade, you it gotta take it, it's it gotta take coaching, especially being down right. by what you said he was down by I can't 18. Even hate on that. They was down yeah, by man, 18. Right. That's coaching, Spade. He coached them guys oh, up. It
0: could be a floor general, it could be a 510 floor huh. general from the University of Miami. Who stepped Spade, in and told all the young guys, Spade, Shane Larkin. Told been all the playing. young guys, the coach got to put him in the game.
1: This is a W. Let's eat one. You want to eat a W? Oh my God! You think <laughs> Shane Larkin told them young kids that? Hey Spade, I think he made it. Spade, is that not coaching to put Shane Larkin in the game and be like, "Yo, this kid got it going. Let me play him." That's coaching. Who the hell else was he gonna put in? I'm just, I'm, I mean, Spade. He could have went. With, he could have went with Roger. He could have went with Marcus Smart. He could have went with anybody. He had options. It's options. Okay. So he All said, right, Shane Larkin, you up? And he, uh, that's why that's why it's, that's why it's good to have those type of savvy veterans like that. Shane Larkin came in, did his job, you know, came in, got a good, you know, came with his, came with his lunch pail and was ready to ready to ball. It wasn't no, oh, I'm not in rhythm. You know of the business. Hey Spade, you want to know what's crazy? And he, Shane Larkin, seemed to me, at least last night, not to you know, he ain't not one of those guys. Veterans oh. like Shane Larkin, he not one of them guys that be like, oh, I gotta get in rhythm. I didn't have my rhythm. It was like, yo, I'm up. Let, let, you know, let me put my game face on And let's let's go to work And Shane Larkin I, I was shocked Spade I, I even tweeted last night I said Look at Shane Larkin Leading the Celtics Being a floor general Look at Shane uh, uh, Spade we gotta watch the Celtics bro We gotta watch the Celtics Cause they, they might be up Agreed They Agreed. might be up They might be up You ready to move on bro Yes sir What else we got Spade we gotta talk about The trade that happened this week and Milwaukee and Phoenix made his shape. Eric Bledsoe, if you guys didn't know, was traded to the Bucks for Greg Monroe and Spade, a first-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Protected first-round pick and a protected second-round pick. My gosh. Now, yeah. we know how we – I mean, Spade, you know how I feel about the Greek Freak. You kind of hard. He was kind of hard on the Greek Freak saying you got to get that jumper. Better, but no, Greek I was kind of honest amazing.
0: to that kid, bro. That's what he needs, honesty. Spade, I'm, I'm here, here for you. We, Greek,
1: Greek Freak has been amazing so far this season.
0: Guys, yeah, he really has, and he still can't shoot. Spade,
1: the trade, Greek. I mean, um, Eric Bledsoe to the Bucks, Greg Monroe to the Suns. <laughs> Suns got some picks. Spade, talk to your boy. How do you feel
0: about the trade? You know what's crazy? I think right. never before in my life have I seen a trade where both sides kind of feel like they ain't really, they you know they ain't really get the best out of the trade. <laughs> Phoenix Suns fans feel like they didn't get enough back for Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing to me. I so already didn't want to be there. So usually when you see that situation, you kind of get chips for a player. That, that, that Everybody in the whole league know that man don't want to be there anyway. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't understand is the Suns getting another big in Monroe. They're probably going to try to use him for trade bait. I'm a they got going two that. picks. Mm-hmm. They are protected picks. Now, I knew the first round pick was protected. I didn't think the second round pick was as well. They both are protected picks. So, really, did the Suns get anything? Like, I I don't know. I, I just, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't even know how to feel about it for Milwaukee. You just had a rookie of the year in Malcolm Brogdon. You love you some Malcolm I don't know Brogdon. what you telling him. I don't know what you telling him. Hey, Malcolm, good job on being rookie of the year and, and, you know, all your other accolades. Now, move over. We finna get Eric Bledsoe in here, who, last time I checked, kinda had some injury issues. Am I mistaken to think Eric Bledsoe got injury issues, or is that just what my oh, no, mind tell me about him? Issue. I'm gonna look that up. He got some issues. Yeah, so what, what are we doing? So I, I just I, I don't really know how I feel about it right now. I know that they did put that team on the court for the first time last night, and I think they looked pretty good in their debut. But you know they say, broke clock be right twice a day. I'm mm-hmm. gonna have to see some more for me to really know. Right now, I can't even lie to you, bro. I don't know how I feel about it. You want to know really what's crazy, though.
1: Spade? The crazy thing is Jason Kidd at. at a long stretch during the game last night. He actually had Bledsoe on the court, Della Vadova on the court, and Brogdon on the court at the same damn time. Now, I don't know how long you're going to be able to keep that up, but nonetheless, they won the game last night. Like you said, we got to see a little more. I'm not mad at them getting Bledsoe. You would at least assume Bledsoe have uh, all-star potential. I'm going to say all-star. I was about to say star potential, but all-star potential. In the East Bay? In the East? Uh, I think he can make... Ain't he a guard? Yeah, he a point guard. Didn't I just tell you
0: the best point guard in the league in the East? His name is John Wall. Ain't Kyrie over there too? But I mean, that's only, that's only two. That's uh, only two. Kemba's still playing really good, man. People don't talk about Kemba. Kemba's still playing really I good. Kyle Lowry's still potential. playing really good. Well, I didn't
1: say he was going to make it, but the potential. Mm. All-star potential. Mm. All right. Let me speak on Phoenix because that's why I want to <laughs> Okay, go. okay, because I ain't ready to buy that one. But go ahead. <laughs> let me, this is why the, this is why our show is great. <laughs> this is why our show was great. But th- let me speak on Phoenix because Phoenix trading for Greg Monroe. I said, "What Spade? We was hard. We was hard on uh, Orlando. We was like, man, they got thirty-six bigs down there and only fifteen spots. What the right. hell is Phoenix doing?" I mean, I'm trying to Phoenix, keep missing the postseason, apparently. Phoenix got Bender, 7-1. They got Tyson Chandler, 7-1. Marquise Chris, six ten. Jared Dully, I, I would consider Jared Dully a tweener, 6-7. Between power and small I would forward. consider
0: him a retiree. Jared Dudley's <laughs> been in the league for <laughs> 29 got, seasons. They drafted Come on, man. Josh
1: Jackson. He's probably a small at 6-8, 200. They got, uh, they got uh, Alex Lynn, Greg Monroe, Alex Peters. And they got Alvin Williams. That's like seven or eight bigs right there. T.J. Warren, too, but he, I consider him a small forward. But they got seven right. bigs, at least. Now, it's, it's been reported that they are trying to uh, use Greg Monroe as trade bait. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they're also trying to trade Tyson Chandler. But Spade, it's reports that if they can't dudes, move Monroe, got an expiring contract. If they can't move Monroe, they're, they're just, you know, sit on him, let him go. Or buy him out. I mean, like you gotta yeah. get rid of Bledsoe. I think, if in my opinion, I could be wrong. I think they could have got better for Bledsoe than Greg Monroe. They could have got something they, they can use. But I just don't know. I, I'm looking at. I'm looking at the Suns' roster. Spade. Only thing I'm liking is Booker. I mean, they, they now they starting like a 30 year old rookie point guard, Mike James, who's been solid, but he he like 30 years old. I don't know what we get from Alex well, Roman. 30 nothing. year old people, man. I'm in my 30s. 30-year-old yeah. rookie spade. That's your starting point guard. I'm just saying, mm. man. I, I just think certain teams like Phoenix, if you're gonna go young, you need to go young all the way. I like TJ Warren. I actually like Tyler Ewless, but he's 5'10. I don't know if they like him as much as I do. But I like Booker. I like Warren. I like Ewless too. I like Eulis I don't know, uh I don't know about Alex Lynn. Like he's another guy that's always injury prone. I like Marquise Chris for whatever reason they only give him like 15 minutes a night. I don't know what's going on with the they Suns. Don't like. Them. Now clearly, now they talking about they got Monroe, they don't want to play him. They might use him for trade bait or they might just sit on him let his contract expire. They might buy him out, I don't know. I think Bledsoe could definitely help the Bucks. Um we you know Jabari Parker is still out with injury. Greek Freak has been playing amazing. Even Middleton. Middleton has been great so far this season. I think the Bucks is one of those teams we need to watch in the East. But uh, I'm not mad at them getting Bledsoe. I, I mean, if if Brogdon still want to get his same minutes, what they need to do probably is cut bait with Delhi. That's probably what they need to do. Maybe give Delhi back to the Cavs. Especially for that money. Maybe give Delhi back to the Cavs for Iman. I don't know. Uh, Hell no. Cavs don't want him. I, I mean, I I just... You're looking at this trade and I'm like uh, I like broad then I, I don't love it I don't I, I don't I, love it if, if it's shut out the negro he like the only Phoenix sun fan I know it's only like one of y'all
0: and I'm so trying to rescue this man because he deserved better stop doing this he he's doing a good kid fast, he, let me ask you a question but now I I don't know but you said something about if you're gonna go young you kind of want to go ahead and just Go with a, a whole young team. Yeah. Okay, with this first-round pick being a protected pick, obviously they can't get it if it's, what, like top 12, top 13 yeah. or something like
1: that? Yeah, probably lottery. If it's
0: a 15 through 30 pick, like, that's probably not, not – that ain't that franchise player. Maybe, And I say maybe because it, a lot of times you see these guys, you know, that ain't top lotto picks that yeah. still, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Do they trade this pick to a team or do they – Take another young piece. Like, if you famous, what do you do? If you get that pick and it's, I don't know, 16 through
1: 30, yeah, I'm keep it? I'm, I'm, not inve- I'm not that invested in – I mean, you know this. I'm not that invested in college basketball. Where I could be like, yo, oh, this is. draft is deep. You know, I'm not invested in college basketball enough to say that. I'm pretty sure somebody's going to be like, well, they projecting this, you know, in the comment session, I'm pretty sure they're going to say, but well, they projecting this guy to go 15 to 30. This can help the signs. I'm pretty sure somebody – that's all in on college basketball would we'll be able to say that better than me. But if, I'm, if I'm Phoenix, I, I might package Monroe with the pick and be like, yo, we got Monroe and a first-round protected pick. Let's make something happen. Let's make something happen. Right. And he's an expiring what contract. What do they need? What would you want? I, 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 would, say, I would say a point guard, Spade, because it seemed like they don't want Euless out there at 5'10", 160. They got a 30-year-old point guard. They just traded Bledsoe. Brevin, uh, Brevin Knight. Brandon Knight has been injured. A guy that, he's oh, injured. He, he always injured, seemed to be. I, I would say a point.
0: But brand, that's a guy that, if he's, if he's on the court, man, I know he's terribly unlucky, but Brandon Knight's
1: a good player. I, I think he's a good player, but for whatever reason, people hate Brandon Knight. He just has some injury issues, like, constantly. So I would say a point guard. You got Booker at the two. I think you still got T.J. Warren at the three. I like Marquise Chris at the four. And I guess they, uh, they're trying to move on from Tyson Chandler. They want to start Alex Mann at the five. Yeah, I so like Mann if he can stay healthy. But what is – let me ask you this, baby, because I don't want to spend too much time on Phoenix and Milwaukee. But what is Dragon Bender? Like, he's a 7-1 yeah. forward. I don't know if he's a, yeah. it's, I, I keep asking on Twitter. This is why you guys need to follow him. I've never Bo seen once. him on the court. I, I mean, well, he played like freaking 15 minutes a night. I yeah. always ask on Twitter, I, like, is Dragon Bender, don't... is he good? Is he a good player? Am I not just seeing enough
0: Phoenix Bruh, Suns? Go ahead. Let me be honest with you. I, I got the league pass. Ain't that what it's called? Yeah. The, the NBA league? I, yeah. I don't use my league pass to watch Phoenix. Yeah. So,
1: I don't know. I I, my... I don't know nothing about the dude. But, I mean, I'm, I I ask on Twitter all the time, like, is Dragon Bender a good player? Like, am, am I missing something with Bender? Because every time I see him... Spay, I swear I never seen the guy make a shot. I seen him shoot, I never seen him make a shot. And all honestly. I, I ain't even trolling. So I wanna know if people people that's the basketball guys that's that's you know loyal supporters of our show, let me know that let me know what's going on with Dragon Bidden. Is he a good player? I actually like Josh Jackson too. I think Josh Jackson, the rookie they just drafted this year, I think he's gonna be a solid player shoot? as well. Uh, Can he shoot? Uh, okay. Just that's why I think they need to go point guard, bro. I, and okay. I don't know if it's a point guard out there where, you know, that's up for grabs that can change the life of um, the Phoenix Suns.
0: I mean, I, I, I got I got the producers in my ear, bro. They said we talking way too long about Phoenix, and Phoenix don't matter. <laughs> I mean, said, I, I, I agree with they them. They said I, I'm spending this kind of time on Phoenix.
1: I, I really don't know. I really don't. Maybe it's a point guard in the draft. I don't know. I don't know. But we can move on, bro. If you're a Speaking Phoenix of point guards, if you're oh, a Phoenix fan or a Milwaukee Buck fan, let us know in the comment section about this trade, your team, because I have a lot of questions, a lot of questions. Go ahead, Spade.
0: Yeah, all three of y'all, Phoenix fans hit us up let us know what's going on <laughs> right speaking of point guards we got to move on man this next segment we probably gonna be a little lengthy on as well so mm. once again if you're listening to this podcast at work or at school don't get in trouble or wherever you at if you're watching it on youtube you already know it's an option you can click watch later and it'll as soon as you go back to youtube it'll throw you right back on it you don't have to finish this show in one sitting but right. if you want to that's fine too let's talk about a couple of things and i might try to package this up right here man and i'm all over the place let's go over to the western conference You know, that's a child we really love in the NBA. Two things that, you know, kind of caught me off guard. Once again, referring back to the last show, we talked about the Pistons Mm -hmm. surprising us, and we talked about Orlando surprising us. Mm -hmm. Now I want to talk about two somewhat disappointments over on the Western Conference side of things. I want to talk about um, L.A. Laker rookie point guard Lonzo Ball. And hold on before y'all jump on that. I also want to talk about Oklahoma City Thunder. Now I know these guys got a win last night. Mm -hmm. i know they did but let's not front nobody had okc looking as bad as they've looked this season i know i didn't and the i don't think you did as well i kind of want to start off talking lonzo you cool with that yeah let's get it look man lonzo ball i don't know why man a lot of people not in the middle on this kid you either a fan of him and you support him through all whatever he do whether it's good bad or indifferent or you absolutely detest the guy which is probably not his fault. The people I know that don't like him, don't like him because of his father, which mm-hmm. is completely unfair, but that's not what we here to debate about. We cannot deny the fact that Lonzo Ball has been building a house for the third little pig, that the big bad wolf can't huff and puff and blow down. Mm-hmm. The man is shooting terrible. He is chucking up shots like crazy. I want to know what you think is going on in but before you go, I want to tell you what I think is going on. Okay. I got to blame my boy Magic, man. And I love Irvin. I love Magic Johnson. That's my dude. Mm-hmm. I want to blame him. I think they are trying to make Lonzo Ball something he is not. Lonzo Ball was not a scorer like that at, UNLV, at UCLA. He wasn't a scorer like that. He could score. But he he didn't just come out there. He was never a shoot first point guard. He was a facilitator. And I feel like he is taking a high amount of shots. He's taking a high amount of threes and that was never his game i feel like magic is in his head they telling him he's this new face of the lakers he's showtime and he gotta do this and that and i think they need to let this kid play his game i don't think it's his game whatsoever and i'm going even i'm gonna go ahead and give you a hot take man if lonzo don't get back to being lonzo he's gonna allow the people in his head to ruin his career because even though His numbers are bad right now. It's not something he can't recover from. We've seen people come out and look shaky in their rookie season, Mm -hmm. put the hard work in and get better. But I feel like Lonzo's getting away from what made him a good player. And you got to find yourself in that, man. It's going to be a lot of expectations for you, a bunch of other people. Lonzo, I'm talking to you right now, man. We hung out, we played the game together, we got the same favorite song. We both feel like March Madness is the greatest song of all time. Oh, Lord. Lonzo. Get back to doing you, bro. Get these folks out of your head. I'm not even going to tell you what to do or what you need to be doing on the court because you know that better than anybody. You got to do what Lonzo do. Not what LaVar say do. Not what Magic say do. Not what the Lakers fans, Kobe, whoever else in this man. Bro, this ain't this ain't the Lonzo that played at UCLA. This man come out here pulling eight, nine threes a game. And he was never that guy. Mm. He was never that guy. I'm I mean, you agree, off,
1: or you think I'm tripping? I want to piggyback off what you said. I, I agree because the crazy thing is, he got people in his head saying, "Be aggressive, be aggressive, shoot the ball, be aggressive. You got to be aggressive." like all of all of, I mean, the kid is tough. It's tough. It's tough because you got Magic in summer league saying the Lakers are back. It's summer league. The Lakers are back, and and then you got right all around sports media. But Lonzo got me. He shoot two times. He got to be aggressive. He got to be aggressive. Then he shoot 12 times. Oh, my gosh. He need to change his jumper. It's actually people saying this kid need to change his jumper. You know what's crazy is everybody is on Lonzo, 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 because Lonzo is the big name. He was He was the guy coming out of the league. Ain't nobody talking about folks. Folks done switched hands. He done switched his jumper. He done switched his jumper, and it done jacked up his shoulder. That's why he's not playing. He switched his jumper. Nah, and- he's. Yeah,
0: he switched his jumper because he's saying that his shoulder injury forced him to change the way he was shooting, so he well, can lift people, his arms up.
1: You know, people think it's the other way, Spade. People saying that he changed his jumper and that jacked up his shoulder. That's what people are saying. So That's I mean, the, Lonzo, in my opinion, he you can be aggressive. You can be aggressive, and don't have to don't have to shoot the ball fifteen times. Like being aggressive I don't agree. only mean scoring. Like. I and agree, I, I bro. feel like that's what they—that's what they're trying to tell him. Like, oh, you only should shoot the ball two times. Be aggressive. You know what? If he shot the ball two times and he had ten dimes or fifteen dimes or eleven rebounds, a couple of steals, you'll be like, man, that was a, a solid game. He only shot the ball two times. What more? Or if you shoot the ball five times and you—you you drive and you get into the free throw line, it's different. Diff, it's different. Different situations. Different types of aggression for different situations. Yep. If yep. he's taking good shots and he's going three for twelve, you wouldn't have a problem with that. But if he's taking contested shots just because he here people saying you gotta be aggressive and he that's hurting the team. But it's different ways to be aggressive. What I want to see from Alonzo is non-stop effort. As long as he's giving me effort, I can live with bad shooting nights. Cause some some sometimes shots don't fall. You know, people saying he used to change his jumper. I don't know about that. I stopped playing basketball uh, in elementary school. Everybody else got taller. They was like six, six foot seven and I was like, football is for me. Everybody else kept growing and I stopped. So football has been my sport ever since. That when was this? That was like elementary school. I went to high school. When I got to high school oh, this
0: man said I was gonna say, you stop. I thought you said you stopped growing. Your
1: height
0: high No, no, no. I'm talking about basketball. Elementary school? Like, by the time I got to high oh, school. I was, to say.
1: You know, like I was eight, gonna clown on you by the Yeah, that. eighth grade, you know, I was playing basketball. <laughs> got to ninth grade, up in high school playing against those guys and dudes was like six, seven. I was like, football needs to be the sport for me. But came back after his eighth grade summer break. Yeah, as, everybody, as else, was talking, in high everybody school, else was the same height that he was bro. in middle school, folks. Don't be that guy. Don't be <laughs> that guy. Go ahead, bro. Don't be that guy. But Spade, people keep telling him to be aggressive. There's other ways to be aggressive aside from agree. shooting the ball 15 times. I want to see the effort. As long as he's giving me, I think the kid will be all right. I agree with you though. I think he need to get back to playing basketball and having fun. Cause I'm, I'm, I watch the Laker games because I want to see what Lonzo do. I mean, he got everybody intrigued. He got everybody intrigued. So I'm watching. But I, I hate to say this, it don't look like the kid having fun. I want to get the kid. I want to see that kid out the kid. Say it again. He can't be, bro. That's Spade. It's a lot of pressure, and I, you know, that's the difference between college. In college, you're a lot more free. It's a lot more loose. This is your job now. This is your career. So it's a lot more pressure mm-hmm. now. But I at least want to see the effort. And I want to see the kid having fun. You can have them bad nights and still give me effort in other ways, man. They actually compared Jason Kidd's uh, rookie stats, the Lonzo Ball stats. They asked Jason Kidd about it on, on another sports network. And Jason Kidd was like, I don't see the comparison. When the comparison is mirror, like it's the same thing. So we we, we everybody loved Jason Kidd as a player. I don't know how you feel about him as a coach. But as a player, everybody loved Jason Kidd. And I think Lonzo I think Lonzo ball Jason Kidd comparison is a fair one. Jason Kidd couldn't shoot in the beginning either. And then yeah, they everybody be like, oh, yes, they Jason say he Kidd. didn't have a J. Exactly. Now everybody be like, oh, Jason Kidd is up there and three points, three pointers made. Yeah, but that came right. later in his career. And I think Lonzo, I think right. Lonzo would be all right. I want to I want to see the effort and I want the kid to get back to having fun, Spade. That's what I want. J- Jason
0: Kidd, one of them guys who. You know, man, uh, getting older is tough, and everybody handle mm-hmm. it differently. Jason Kidd, that guy that you still want to believe in your head that you did something that nobody else can't do. Jason, stop. Stop saying you don't see the comparisons. They put y'all numbers side by side. Mirror. I thought they copied and pasted them shits. For real. I thought they copied and pasted them shits. Like, stop Splitting it. Splitting images. The comparisons are there. I just want to tell you this, man. Uh, what? Lonzo Ball shot 41% for the season, mm-hmm. his freshman year, starting – at UCLA, 41% mm-hmm. from beyond the arc. And it's still early in this year, but this man is shooting 22% from beyond the arc right now. That's, like, you don't see a big jump like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't see somebody shooting numbers cut in half. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not. I don't feel like he's playing in the flow.
1: I feel like he's he, he's doing more. Let's talk OKC for a minute. Go to those, right? oh, go ahead. One, one question. One question. Mm-hmm. Do you Do you think he should change his jumper? Do I think he can? Do you think he should? Absolutely not. Why?
0: Like, you know, made it all the way to the NBA with this jumper. What's wrong with it? It got you there. It got you shooting 41% from three in college. What's wrong with it? Because it's not pretty. Do people not know Josh Childress? Do people not know Sean Marion? Do people not know Bill Cartwright? We've seen ugly jumpers before. And take it... From me, the ambassador of ugly jumpers. (laughs) Embrace your ugly jumper, bro. I love my ugly ass overhead release when it go in. Not as much when it clank off the rim, but hey, you got to take the good with the bad.
1: That's right.
0: Let's talk OKC for a minute, bro. I had concerns about this team before the year started. You did. I said it right here on this very show. You sure did. I said I felt like what would happen is down the stretch. OKC was behind. Russ would go back into that mode where he would say, you know what? I don't care about the fact that I got all-star teammates. I know who I trust. Who do I trust? Me. That's who. Mm -hmm. I felt like he would go straight into that Tony Montana rim. But you know what? That's kind of not what we've seen. We saw it early on, Mm -hmm. and they didn't necessarily have success with that. And I felt like OKC said, you know what we got to do? We got to, I mean, not OKC. I felt like Russ said, you know what I got to do? I got to trust these guys more. And it almost feels like Russ is deferring. I don't feel like – I don't know what's going on with them, and I could be completely wrong, but I know right now I expected this team to look way better than they are looking right now. LaParis, what do you think is going wrong in OKC? Spade. Is it time for them to get it right?
1: Spade, people were picking this team as a top two, top three. I mean, everybody had Golden State one, but they had them. They had OKC in the Rockets. Top three two three. Two, yep. three. Uh, you know, yep. vice versa. Like, they had them like that. Yep. And I mean the way they look, Spade. I, I, I even tweeted. How can OKC offense, Spade? I've been hard on coaches. This this whole show. Mello.
0: Here it comes. And Here I hate I,
1: Billy Donovan. I gotta holla at you, bro, because I see a lot of ISO ball. I hit the the homies hit me on Twitter and was like, bro, all they play is ISO ball. They got they got Mello. They got Paul George standing in the corner. Russ break them down and they taking set shots, and that's not what these guys do. The homie King Doom said, man, all they doing is playing ISO ball and spade. Where is I, I hate that i I was hard on coaches this whole show. But where's the coaching, Spade? Where's the where's the ball movement? Where's the where's where's the picking rolls? Where's the picking pops? Where's it at? You gotta get these guys in some type of rhythm. Paul George actually got it going last night, but that's just because he, he's a star. So you know. He's gonna have explosions. Same thing with Russ. Same thing with Melo. These guys are excellent players. So, of course, out of 82 games, we expect these guys to explode for a type of night that Paul George had last night. So, I know somebody in the comments says you're gonna be like, Paul George just went ham last night. What are you guys talking about? they, they superstars. That's what superstars do. They, they, ex, they have these explosions like that. But as far as. The, you know what's crazy? Go ahead.
0: Even with that explosion, they still was in a dog fight for the Clippers. Say,
1: I was gonna mention that <laughs> they still was they in a dogfight. They had to fight. fight for that one. They had to fight for that exactly. one. Exactly. The spade. Exactly. You, you know, the consistent the consistency that I was expecting for these guys to deliver. I am not getting, and I'm actually shocked. I said early, I said the only per the, the only person that can make this not work was Westbrook. And now I think he's trying too hard to make it work. I agree. I think I he's agree. trying too hard to make it work. And so far, it has not looked good down there in OKC. Let me give you a stat that I
0: think is going to surprise you. Go ahead. You know who leads that team in scoring per game? Who's that? Paul George. Okay. You know who's second on that team in scoring per game? Carmelo Anthony. Mm. Russell Mm. Westbrook. Last year's MVP, Mm. the Iron Man, Superman himself, who did... Everything in the world is third on this team in scoring. Mm-hmm. That's that's a product of Russell Westbrook deferring. Mm-hmm. And if you're deferring and it's getting your team victories, by all means defer. But Russ, if you deferring, if you're sacrificing to keep Paul George happy or to get him his looks or because you're trying to be this leader that everybody, all the haters and critics and sports know-it-alls are saying that you can't be you trying to prove these people wrong, and you making sure Paul George is getting this looks, you making sure Carmelo is getting this looks, mm-hmm. and the team is, is is suffering. That's a bad thing. Cause let me tell you this other stat, and I hate to be the stat geek, but you know who leads that team in PER? Who's that? Russell Westbrook. Mm. <laughs> Russell Westbrook leads that team in PER, but he's third on that team in scoring. I don't know how you want to take it, bro. To me, I feel like Russ got to find a way to play Russ style of ball. And get them involved. Now Spade, it's still bro. early in the season; they got time to figure it out. But right now, deferring to PG thirteen and Carmelo Anthony ain't no way to get this team where they want to be. Spade. Playing like they playing right now, nah, bro, they ain't gonna go far.
1: No, no blame on Billy Donovan for the for the offense, Spade. You, you give no blame to Billy Donovan. Why are you so upset Spade, with I, coaches today? I think I, Spade, the play. I agree with you one hundred percent. The players play. I agree with you one hundred percent. But Billy Don- it's Billy Donovan's job to put these guys in a good position for them to be successful. And I'm not seeing that, bro. I'm not seeing that. You don't how know much you? coaching you think Billy Donovan did last year? I'm a spade, but that it was a little different last year because all he had was Russ. Now he got three, he got two other people that he gotta put with Russ. To in in a position to be a successful team, and Billy Donovan, I don't think Billy Donovan did much coaching last year with Russ. But and I, I'm and I and the crazy thing is, I'm thinking he's doing the same amount of coaching this year that he was doing last year, and that's a bad thing, Spade, because he got two two I think players that both of us consider are great players. Oh yeah, a, yeah. A, 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 along with Russ, so he got three great players, and I think three great for them to yeah. make that work, it gotta it gotta be some type of coaching, Spade. Where's the... You got you got Brad Stevens up there coaching, coaching a college team and getting dubs and comebacks, and you got Billy Donovan down here in OKC with three stars, three dudes that we consider stars, and, and, and like the offense just looked atrocious. They it looked it looked bad, babe. They came out one game, I don't remember which game it was. Forgive me but they exploded. I mean, they was up big. Second half, mm-hmm. they gave up the lead and and they got blew out. How? How? That's coaching, bro. That is coaching. Yeah. I mean, I some yeah. of the blame got to be on Billy Donovan. Billy coach him up cuz I I'm gonna tell you what. This is their best shot. I don't know I don't know. I don't know Paul George still. I don't know Paul George still going to go to LA. I don't know if Melo going to sign and be there long term. This is your best shot right here. It ain't gonna get no better than this right here. So, Billy, coach him up, coach him up. Let me give you this headline
0: right here. Go it ahead. says PG scores 42, Thunder finally win a close game. That's not that's not a, that's not a good headline. I, that's not a good not. headline. They got to figure it out, man, and they got to figure it out quick. I think they got time to figure it out, and I still think the key to the solution, I think, is Russell Westbrook. I I, I don't man. think you're saying. That's, I agree. I told you. Hey, I said, "Hey, how many the- shots you got, PG? Word. You got ten. Melo, you only got eight. Okay, it's- I'm gonna give it to you the next two times. That ain't it. It's weird. It ain't it. It it's ain't weird, gonna work it's, baby, like that. Because
1: you know, we expect these guys. You, I mean, from the outside looking in, you would expect these guys to be like, you know what? Let's just play some basketball. Let's just go ahead and play some basketball. I expected a little bit of a bumpy road. I
0: did. I'm not even gonna lie." But I, means, I don't know that I expected
1: this. That's what I'm saying, They I it's still basketball, yeah. Spade. But when you over there, like, yeah. you looking up at the, you know, they always looking up. And I don't know if they're looking up at the replay. I don't know if they're looking at how many field goals somebody got. But they're always looking up at that Titan Tron board up there. And I'd be like, I wonder is he looking. I'd be like, I wonder this Russ looking like, you know what? Melo got 10 shots. Let me get Paul 10. Now nah, I got to get 10. I I, I I don't know. Like I said, I said, on before, when we first heard about all this, I said, the only person that can make this not work is uh, Westbrook. And now I feel like he is trying extremely too hard to make it work. And just He's play trying. ball, bro. Just play ball. Play ball. Play ball. Because this is your best shot. Spade, let's move on. I agree. Bro. Let's move on. All right, bro. You got to pick them again. Shout out to Spade. Spade been on this crazy streak. I, picked, I actually picked uh, the Cavs to beat the uh, Rockets. It was actually a great game. Shout out to Jeff Green. Jeff oh, it him. was a great game. Jeff Green has been the Cavs' second best player behind LeBron James. Somebody up, can somebody That's step good. up? I mean the Rockets we'll just played good for Houston, bro. I didn't I did I didn't catch that game. The Rockets just dumb Clint Capella, bro. Is becoming a player. I, I mean Spay, you always love Clint Capella. But he I is becoming guy, a beast. Man. Bro, they yep. killed him on the offensive glass. But Spay, you won that pick 'em game. So if I'm not mistaken, you are seven to three. The Rockets win that game. I am so, so shocked. 7-3. But I got a good one for us this week. Now, I know by the time you guys see this show, this game will already be played. We are recording this early Saturday. The game hasn't been played. Mm-hmm. It's a huge game this week. The homie Spade Ew. got his juices flowing. He ready. Miami nice. is back. And that's why we going Notre Dame. I need a change. Notre Dame versus Miami as the pick'em game, Spade. I got to start with you. And I want to score, bro. Notre Dame, I'm Miami, I'm to put baby. Who you got around
0: here that could be a chain? Can we get a SAS turnover chain? Oh, oh Ooh, we should get a pick'em game chain, and I'll just keep it forever because you're never winning this. This week, man. Let me tell you, I'm very, very concerned about this game, and I want to get serious for a minute. Oh, you guys wasn't see the what gear. you were singing
1: yeah.
0: earlier, bro. Bro.
1: Oh, relax, okay. Bro. Okay. Relax. Okay.
0: Go ahead, bro. Now, if you guys are watching this show on YouTube, man, you see the gear case you're not watching on YouTube, I would describe the gear. We are in Miami Hurricane gear from head to toe. You it are is definitely in. Say you. Not, don't say we. Say you. So you're not supporting. All right. Bro, say you. See, this is, this is what's wrong with the ACC. You should have our back. Anyway, let me tell you my concerns about this game, man. Notre Dame runs the football, and they run the football very well. They do. They run it very well. What concerns me, though, is... We got a young defense, and I'm not saying we can't contain the run because we did a pretty good job of it. But I got to admit, man, when we played against uh, Georgia Tech, who even though they run the option, them boys was running that football on us for a minute, man. They was running that football. Mm-hmm. What makes me feel confident about this game, Notre Dame does not have a great – they don't have a great pass defense. You know what we're You know what we're pretty good at, bro? Slinging mm-hmm. that pigskin. We got Braxton Berrios out there looking like – the real deal. He we got online Richards looking like the real deal. So basically, what I'm saying is this: I got the Canes in a hard fault game. Hard fault. Hard fault.
1: Give me a game. Give
0: me a score. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Twenty-one. Miami. Ooh. 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 What's wrong with that? Nah, that's that's, a, you don't think we can score twenty-four points? I'm about to say that's a lot What's of right points. Phew. Bro. They are bad against the pass. I'm telling you. I did my research. Okay.
1: All right. So, m- listen. Anybody that know me, anybody that know me know one of the teams that I despise, that I cannot stand, that I hate, is Notre Dame. Whoa. I cannot stand. Oh, I can. I mean, even oh, more than, man. I don't like the Kings either. But it's more than I, a team more I hate. Notre Dame more than I hate the Miami Hurricanes, and I know that's crazy because Florida State, Florida State, and uh, Miami got this rivalry. But I hate Notre Dame more than I hate Miami. But well, we preach, we we preach love on this show. But Spade, <clears throat> I'm picking the Kings. Uh, okay, I'm picking the Kings. Okay, Spade, by the time you come to your senses. Let me say this. One thing Miami, one, one, you don't want to know what shocked me about Miami. And I heard people talking about this defensive line. And <clears throat> this could potentially be one of the best defensive lines in the nation. Spade, these guys turn the ball over. They turn the ball, they get turnovers. And I think he got a yeah, lot we, to do with that boosters. With that boosters boost change. Whoa, you know, whoa, you,
0: bro! I gotta edit that out. I Spade, can't let you. Speak I think I got a lot to do with that
1: boosters chain. I, you know, Stop, you gotta, you gotta investigate that chain. But Stop. I don't know how that chain bought a hundred grand. Spade, that's Mark Rick chain. He brought it over from Georgia. Come on, dumb <laughs> boys turn the ball over, and I think I think if they are able to get turnovers against Notre Dame, especially if you Spade Notre Dame rushing attack is is potent. It's oh, potent. Yeah. These if they they got to stack the box and make Notre Dame throw that ball. Now they quarterback. I kind of like they quarterback. Notre Dame, I hate He's Notre Dame, mobile, but I kind of like this quarterback. Me a little bit. But if I, I, if they put it in his hands and make that kid have to throw the ball and get some turnovers, this this game, this game could be Miami's to win. I say, hey, I got it as a I got it as a tight one, bro. You gave him 20 something points, each. I got yeah, it as a tight teasing. one, bro. I got it like a What seven, you got? 17 10 17 14 type of game. I got it. Ugh. I got it as a nail scratcher dog fight. Like I think it's going to be a tough one. You got it 17, I got it 24. So yeah, one more score. Yeah, Relax. Yeah. It's going it's going to be a tight one. I might I might be willing to go 16 cuz of some field goals. 16 10, 16 13, but I got the games. And and I'm not confident saying that, but I got Miami. I Listen, got money
0: why you gotta say that? Why you gotta say you're not confident? See, I'm not. You
1: know what?
0: You really wanna you really wanna say that you got Notre Dame, but you're afraid to get further behind me in the pick'em game. Absolutely. Not. And that's the truth. But and sp- I don't even know if we want your support over here. <laughs> sp- I'm gonna have to refer with my other Miami Hurricane people. If we don't want your support, I'm putting you down for Notre
1: Dame, regardless no, of what no, you no, say. No, no, no. I'm picking the game.
0: Because it gotta be sincere. We want sincere.
1: Okay. I'm picking the games, babe. I'm gonna tell you, the way Barrios has been playing this season, he's definitely, he's definitely gonna be a New England Patriot. That kid has been <laughs> <laughs> that kid has been playing out of this world, man. Every time I see Bill Barrios, Bill is
0: already telling his guys, get me this other little West Welker, word. Julian you, Edelman, every time Chris I see Hogan. He's making guy.
1: some crazy catch. He just looked like he fit the New England Patriot system. So I can definitely listen, I like the kid. He had tough nose. He ain't he ain't as big, you know, he a tough-nosed little dude that that yep. that just, all he do is make plays. And I think he's going to make some yep. plays tonight, man. I think he's going to make some plays. you damn right he will, LaParis.
0: Well spoken, bro. It's the best thing you done say at our episode. <laughs> Spade, let's move on, bro. All right. I got to admit you, I got feels right now because never heard LaParis come out and, and co-sign Miami. It feels, it's right here, right here. They better deliver, on the my chest. Damn, trying to give they, me a win. you going to threaten us? Yeah, I'm trying to give me a win, You need it. it. I need it. You need it. <laughs> Last segment of the show, man, we call this the Strong On Performer of the Week. It is a very prestigious award in podcast land, man. We get this award away to the male or female who raised his or her level of play to ensure that that team got the victory. If you ever win one of these, man, it means that you you were phenomenal, at least for one game or one week. LaPaz, you are on the hot seat, bro. Who
1: gets your Strong On Performer of the Week and... Why? I just talked about this guy. Like when you got three superstars, you, like I said, these games are expected. It, it's 82. It's a long season. It's 82 games, and you're gonna you're gonna see games from like from this guy again like this. You're gonna see games from his teammates like this. But I, you know, the guy went bananas last night, and for that reason, I had to give mine to Paul George this week. He had 42 points, nine rebounds, seven dimes, three steals, and a 120, 120, 120 to 120. No, excuse me. One twenty to one eleven, win over the L. A. Clippers, and I mean, like, like I said, this guy, these guys are superstars. They're gonna explode for these type of games, and for that reason, right there, Paul George, you are my strong arm performer of the week. Paul George, brother. deserving. Went bananas last night. Okay, I mean, that's pretty good. <sighs> let me see what I'm gonna do. Oh, I really got We already got no know, idea what I'm bro. We already, bro, 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 Before he go, before he <laughs> go, bro, uh-uh,
0: don't do this. I listen, got two
1: different people. Before he go, y'all, I got to ask the this long guy. supporters, should we implement the band? Let me know in the comment Look, section man. down below. I you don't know put, what I'm about to do? I will put a poll on Strong Arm Sports Twitter. We're going to vote should the band be implemented. Let me know. In, listen, it's going to be a poll. I want you guys to vote. Go ahead, Spade. You, bro, you don't
0: even know what I'm going to do. I know I, what you're diff- No, you don't, because I don't even know. I got Wait. two I got I got stats pulled up right here on my computer, y'all. I got two different people. Now, I will admit, I will admit, one of my options is a guy who exploded. Oh, Lord. 22 points in the first quarter on 100% shooting, 53 points in three quarters on a very efficient shooting night. I'm talking about what James Harden did to the Utah Jazz, who's supposed to be a defensive team, man. They got Rudy Gosh. Gobert and all these other folks. They got Derek Favors. And, you know, one of the guys that I told you to keep an eye on for rookie of the year. Um, parents are you good? I'm all right. Go He's ahead. He's kind of being rude right now. Go ahead. Uh, so I got his exact numbers. He shot 19 of 25, 7 of 8 from beyond the arc, 11 of 12 from the charity stripe, had 13 dimes, uh, 56 points, man. I'm talking about James Harden. And if I don't give it to him, I'm going to make my decision right here live on air. I got no idea what I'm going to do. Or I'm going to give it to this guy who played against the Cleveland Cavaliers, gave them a triple-double, 35 points, 13 assists, and 11 rebounds against King James. And I'll be damned, that's James Harden too. So without any further ado, the Strong Arm Performer of the Week, from both members of Strong Arm Sports, a unanimous award recipient, For like the third time in his career, James Harden was the best player on the planet for this week. Nobody had a better week in sports than James Harden. And for that reason, I veto LaParis' award to Paul George. Give me this shit back, Paul. You can't have this. And James, you get both of them. You are unanimously the strong
1: arm performer of the week. We gotta, we gotta implement the ban, y'all. Like we gotta do it, like seriously. Bro, who was better than James Harden this week? Paul George went ham. Last I wait, Paul George went ham. Last I said, what? Bro, Spade. how many? 42 Forty two is ham. Honorable mention. What's fifty-six? Honor- honorable mention could have went to Marvin Jones who went ham against the Packers. Only reason I didn't pick him because it was the Packers. Everybody go ham on the Packers.
0: Honorable mention really should have been Shane Larkin coming off the bench, putting up 16 points, helping his team get the win when Kyrie Irving had a had a little bloody nose. Oh, I can't play through a bloody nose. Russell Westbrook can play through a dent in his face, but I'm going to sit down because I got bopped in the nose and I can't play no more. Shane Larkin said, hey, he okay, out for you wanna sit nose. down because you got bopped in the concussion.
1: nose. He had a concussion. I thought he just got bopped in the nose. No, he was out with a concussion.
0: Anyway, I talked to Shane Larkin last night. Shane said he got bopped in the nose. Shane said, okay, since I was star, wanna sit down because he got bopped in the nose. I'll throw the cape on and win this game for us. So honorable mention goes to Shane Larkin unanimously from both members
1: of SAS. Shane Paul Larkin. George my, I'm about my week.
0: Bro, I took that back from Paul George. You don't deserve man, that and you know it.
1: I'm, I'm gonna put a poll up and ask you guys, should we implement the band? Because this is just getting out freaking rages like it gotta go like it got, we gotta stop it we gotta stop it
0: no the defenders guard and james Harden need to stop it oh it ain't my fault he cooking up the league
1: <laughs> listen man. i mean if
0: the mvp was given out right now he would win it you know that right hey i'm just close, being honest
1: before i close the show spade do you got anything else to add please yes
0: tonight at eight o'clock and of course this is you guys are already it'll be over with by the time you guys are watching this show i did it last week and it works so we're gonna do it again this week Tonight at 8 o'clock Eastern time. I need all of you sending your positive energy to the Miami Hurricanes as they do battle against evil. This is the battle of good versus evil. Notre Dame is evil. And I need your positive energy sent to the Miami Hurricanes. Go ahead, bro. As
1: usual. LeParis, you alright? As usual. We're going to implement this band. I, I'm going to get you guys to vote on it because this is just getting out of hand. We, so the NBA season has only been like three weeks and James Harden done got this award seven times already this season. And it's, it's only three, like game 11. One
0: from me and one from you.
1: It's only like That's game 11. Goes. Anyway, as usual, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Strong bomb Sports. As usual, if you're new here... Bang the subscribe button. It takes two seconds. If you're a regular, hit the like button. It's a little bell up there you can hit. That sends you, uh, it's it's a little bell up there that sends you the notification straight to your phone, let you know a new episode of Strong On Sports is now on YouTube. But if you don't want to see two dudes arguing in the box, we got audio podcasts everywhere, SoundCloud, Podomatic, iTunes, we everywhere. We want to thank you guys for your continued support. Leave your thoughts in the comment section down below about every topic that we talked about. And Spade, before you go, anything else? Nah, man. I want to say I'm I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm trying to put I'm, me on the hot seat because you want in me to say show. something else about the game. No, no, no. I'm in the show, and I'm gonna say go Kings. I want the Kings to beat Notre Dame. Hey. No I'm in the show by saying go Kings. I appreciate that, go bro. We're gonna remember this. They better not you let me down. I tell you own own that because if state they do, I'm flaming them next week. But listen, we want to thank y'all wow. for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next episode. We out. Peace.